It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. Matthew. Huh? Oh, sorry. It's okay. I just need you to listen to me. I know that a lot of times, Mom, it might not seem like I'm listening to you, but I am. I hear you. And what you say really does matter to me. I mean, let's be honest. No kid likes rules, but I get why we have them. I hear you, and I know it's because you care. All the talks we've had over the years, including what you've told me about not using alcohol and other drugs, they stick with me. And believe it or not, they really do make a difference, especially at times that matter most. Hey, want a drink? No thanks, I'm good. So thank you, Dad, for talking and preparing me for what's ahead. Thanks, Mom, for never giving up and always being my biggest fan. Thank you for letting me know what you expect so I can try to meet your expectations. Thank you for talking. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samhsa.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and a huge welcome to this week's episode of Gina Gardner and Friends. You know, I think it's so important that we live with intention. And I have very much uh, a guest who is an absolute um, resonance with that. An incredible lady, Teresa Warnstaff. She's a high level intuitive, a business and life mentor, and she has so much wisdom to offer. And I am really thrilled to welcome her as my guest on Gina Gardner and Friends. Hello there. Hello there, Gina. I'm so excited to have a conversation with you. Today oh, feels like it's going to be fun and rich. I'm sure it is. Before we get started on our theme of living with intention, share a bit of your journey and how you've come to be here. Oh, thank you for asking. You know, living by <clears throat> intention came as a result of living life by default and not being intentional with what I wanted, with what my soul wanted me to do. I grew up in a traditional family and went to school and I got the job and then I got married and then I had kids. And it was all of the societal norms that I was taught would make me successful and happy. And yet it didn't, it no. didn't. And so I was depressed. I had physical symptoms. I had um, Hashimoto's, all of these different things manifested in my body. I ended up getting divorced and being a single mom which for anybody who's had to do that, you know, it's a struggle. It's yeah. really hard. And then one day I decided enough is enough. Mm -hmm. And I started consulting in business. And that got me halfway there. 
So I spent about 20 years, 18, 20 years consulting in business. And I loved the freedom, the freedom of expression, the creativity, the collaboration, the support. But not all the pieces were there. There was still something missing. Then when COVID hit and I went deep within and I just focused on myself, I realized that the biggest part of me, my intuition, wasn't expressed overtly. I wasn't sharing that I know. I know. I can tap into your soul. I can tap into the universe. And I can share wisdom with you that will allow you to catapult to that next level. And it wasn't until, I'd say about August 2021, that I actually got brave and put intuition on my website. (laughs) Uh, It's really interesting, isn't it? Because I think where you're using intuition, and I've always felt comfortable about using intuition, I had a struggle in terms of owning spirituality and the spiritual dimension of being a person or being a leader. And, you know, one of the things that's happened for me over the last year, 18 months, is I have recognized that more and more people are ready to recognize that they have an inner wisdom, they have intuition, and that's part of their spirituality. And there's nothing pink and fluffy um, about it. And you don't have to wear Indian cotton robes or you know, imagine a, a, a red Indian sitting on a horse with red toenails. You know, none of that. Spirituality is great business. Using your intuition, great business. Warren Buffett said early on in his career, he'd failed to listen to his intuition and it cost him a billion dollars. Steve Jobs, the same. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. He would gather all the data, get all the analysis, and then use his intuition to make the final decision. And I think we miss so much when we are engaged in the white noise and there's so much to do that we don't allow ourselves to either listen or having listened to trust it. Yes. Trust is a big leap. It is a big leap, isn't it? But it just strikes, you know, you talk about living with intention. And I I would like you to explain to our listeners how living with intention and intuition are inextricably linked, I believe. What's your view? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. When we live with intention, we're very clear on, on some foundational requirements of being a human, knowing what our values are. Yeah. What are our immutable boundaries? Like, I won't allow this in my life because it's not healthy for me. Yeah. I won't overgive. I won't overstep. Um, Understanding what your vision for your world is. How do you want to see your life unfold? And when we go into things like values and vision and purpose and meaning and even vision for the world. Yeah. We allow ourselves to dream big. And when we dream, we drop into that intuitive spiritual place within ourselves. Creativity is born of heart and soul. 
Yep. And when we let the soul have a voice, the outcome invariably 100% is better than anything we could construct in our little mental minds. It's an interesting one, isn't it? Because I think we've lived for so long with that sense of logic of, you know, having, I've got to see proof in order to believe it. And yet we can't see gravity. Um, but you know, if you've fallen on your bottom, that gravity is real <laughs> and uh, and is, is working. And yet our intuition, that inner wisdom, you know, those that gut feeling, those flashes that we have um, are just as real as gravity if we give them the space, we give those ideas, give our intuition the opportunity to speak. I agree. And our sense of wanting to control, and that's, of course, using the mind to determine all of our outcomes and negating all the magic yeah that was born out of fear you know as as a world we went through so much um and you know there was a lot of people that said we just want to control what's going on so we're going to do school like this we're going to do learning like this we're going to do running a nation like this we're going to do uh, religion like this mm-hmm. And if you didn't fall into those constructs, you were outcast. I believe that we are still wired in very much the same way that we were as cavemen and women. We like to think that we're hugely um, evolved. Yeah. But in those days, and I've said this on the show many times, that you know, if you were uh, did something wrong within the the tribe and you were cast out your chances of survival were were little to to, to nothing. Mm-hmm. And I think that need to belong, that need to be part of, um, is still very much hot-wired into us. And I think that, you know, us being able to step outside of those conditioning norms and say, is this right for us, for the world, for, for other people? Uh, that's something that many people still struggle with. Absolutely. I did myself for, for 30 years in corporate. Yeah. You know, and um, I was just going to say, we're going to have to go for a short break, but I'd like to, when we come back from the break to really look at how you would, you help people live intentionally. What are the, what are the principles? What are the underpinning things that you give people to help them recognize that they too can live a life with purpose, on purpose, intentionally. So don't go away. We'll be back in just a minute. Okay. So Sarah, I'm dropping you off at Emily's. Yep. And Josh, you're going to? Soccer, dad. Soccer practice. Right. Oh, by the way, I just wanted to let you know when I pick you both up, I'll be wearing my short shorts. What? No. Yep. And my dorky dad hat, and I'm going to do my dad dance for all your friends. They'll love it. Seriously? Why? Because I like my short shorts. Of course, I could be talked out of it if you guys would just buckle up your seatbelts without giving me a hard time. It's important to get your kids to buckle up for safety, no matter what it takes. And sometimes, all it takes is your parental powers of persuasion. 
Okay, okay, we're buckling up. See, all buckled. Good choice. I'll just have to do my dad dance at dinner time. What, what? No! Do what you have to to make sure your kids are wearing their seatbelts, even on short drives. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. You're never gonna make this one. You know that investment seminar I went to? The guy called me back. Said he had a hot stock. I gotta get in now. <laughs> Not again. Did you ask if that stock was registered? Or if the guy was licensed? Easy, fellas. This time I checked savinginvest.org. Turns out he's a phony, and so is his stock. Join today's smarter investors. Go to savinginvest.org for tools and information that every investor should use before they invest. Did you learn how to put on that site too? Welcome back. We're talking about living with intention. And Teresa, how do you help people use their intuition to live with intention, to live with purpose? Uh, That's such a perfect question. Thank you, Gina. So everybody get a pen and write this down because this is one phrase that you want to put on the fridge or on your computer screen. Life doesn't happen to you. It reflects you. Okay. Now, if you're driving, you can listen to the replay of this. Um, it's on the <laughs> yeah, it's on the radio station. You can look at the archive. But please repeat that because then people will remember it, even if they are driving. I would love to. Life doesn't happen to you; it reflects you. So, now, what is- share what you mean by that. Yes. It's exactly what you said before we went to break. It's being able to go in and trust your inner knowing. Trust that what you're feeling, seeing, hearing, knowing is optimal for you. If we don't align to ourselves, to what is optimal for us, We can never know how we can align to others because we're not showing up fully ourselves and fully present. Yeah. So when I work with my clients and and I work with executives and founders all over the world, and it's always the same. It doesn't change. How are you feeling? What do you think about that idea? Where do you see yourself going? What does your heart want to say? All of those questions are vital to cultivate this relationship with your inner knowing. One of the exercises that I do with my clients when they've hit a wall, what wants to be done next? Don't think into the future, just what wants to be done next. Because When we go to do something, we can ask ourselves, do we want to go to the grocery store or do we want to go for a walk or should I sit down and finish that report? And feel, as you say, each of those options, feel in your body. What does it feel like? Because I guarantee one of those options is going to feel better than the other two. And you may surprise yourself. It may be finish the report. 
there may be something as you start writing that wants to come out and be known by you. It may be you need to give yourself space, go for a walk. So it's, it's really simple tools that we can employ every single day in every situation. Another one is to be considerate in our response. Now, let me explain what that means. When somebody says or does something or asks a question before just spitting out the first thing that is an automatic response, step back and think what wants to be said. What is optimal for me and the other person? So as you do these small exercises, you're cultivating trust. You know, it's interesting because I talk very much to clients about taking radical responsibility for their thoughts, for their language, their actions, uh, how and when, or in fact, whether they do or say something at all, that they actually come from a place where they are in the habitual um round of thinking and acting and most people operate out of their habitual patterns Mm -hmm. to one where you stop being reactive to one where you can be proactive and you're making an active choice and I think you know what you've described is very much the same we're using different language but it's very much the same thing and I think you know when we are living intentionally, then you are using your senses more. You are engaging that sixth sense of intuition. Mm, Those are the words they're speaking, but what's the intention behind what they're saying? They may have, have, have shouted at me or used that tone of voice, but there's a message here that they want me to hear. All I'm hearing at the moment is the tone of voice. What's underneath that? And when you do that, you have the option of responding in a very different way. Yeah, that's spot on, Gina. It's all about self first. You have to get yourself right with moving forward. Yeah. And then the world presents very, very differently, doesn't it? It does. You know, I'm 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 reminded that so many people, I don't know about you, but that I work with or I come across have a sense that they want to live a life that has purpose, you know, that they want a purpose in life, but they don't know what it is, or they think that what they've come up with isn't big enough or grand enough. And I talk to them about living intentionally with purpose, that you can wash up with purpose. You can look out, mm-hmm. I'm looking at my courtyard at the moment and seeing the leaves are becoming autumnal, that you can do any action with intentionality. And if you simply do that, I think your quality of life is going to change. A hundred percent. It will change dramatically and you'll feel happier. You'll feel more joy. And it'll come naturally. It's not something you'll have to strive for or to create with an activity you think will be fun, right? Yes. 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 Yeah. The opportunity to step into purpose must start with understanding who you are and what you value. I think 
everything needs to start with that. You can't lead other people unless you lead yourself. You, you know, not effectively, not in, in an enlightened, um, wholehearted way, I don't think. Yeah, I agree 100%. When I was, um, I channeled a, a, a six-week course that okay. um, I'm in the middle of right now, actually, and it's called Live on Purpose. And it was six specific steps to find your purpose. Values, vision, purpose, and then understanding the obstacles because we create obstacles, A, to grow us, to learn, but also to, they come from programming, from childhood, our triggers, right? And, and And then to find what success means to you. Yeah. What do you, what does success mean to you? So there you go. There's there's a six week class, <laughs> short conversation. Okay. Well, we're going to go to a short break uh, now. Just have a think while you are listening to uh, the the uh, adverts in the break. You know, do you live intentionally? And mm. if you do, could you live more intentionally? And if you don't, where's your starting point going to be? Uh, And we're going to continue the conversation after a very short break. See you in a minute. Barbie really wants this dream house. It's got stunning views and a slide. Barbie's ready for fun. So cool. And Barbie found out about this dream house with an alert from Rocket Homes. She did? Well, it's a super competitive market. Everyone wants to buy the dream house. Better offer Betty. I'll go 10 over asking. Cash offer Carl. Straight cash. House Skipper Skipper. Let's tear it to the studs. You vultures, you're going to start a bidding war. This is less than ideal. Oh, no. Don't worry. Barbie has a verified approval that shows her finances are backed by Rocket Mortgage. So Barbie wins. But we need a house. Oh, I found a fixer-upper castle on Rocket Homes. It has good bones, but really bad neighbors. (laughs) I like his vibe. Get your dream house all in one place with Rocket Homes and Rocket Mortgage. For a better way to find and finance, Rocket can. Thanks for helping. No problem. It's good for my glutes. Welcome back. You know, you say that that, that your clients are very often uh, senior executives and people who have huge responsibility and also the opportunity to influence and make a difference mm-hmm. how do you think that the work that you do the, you know, in terms of living uh with intention you know what role does that have to play with these leaders and where are they taking it that's not a very um that's a bit of a clumsy way of talking but i think you know what i mean I do know what you mean, Jean. I know exactly what you mean. Leaders, whether they're new or seasoned, tend to recognize at some point of their leadership career that they've got to get themselves right, mm-hmm. that they can't be the hammer, that the velvet glove has far more influence than the hammer. Absolutely. So they look at ways to self-evolve. Yeah. And when they do that, then they become better leaders. As you know, this is what yeah. you teach and 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 show your people. What happens is and I'll go back to Mr. Emerson for this, who you are speaks so loudly I cannot hear your words. You become 
the pebble in the pond and the ripple influence you have by being, and I'm talking with a capital B, a capital E, <laughs> being your best self, then gives space for others to show up and be their best selves. And this is actually an energetic, yeah, spiritual interaction. It's alchemical because you entrain and they're able to read your energy subconsciously and learn by experiencing and energetically connecting. It's so beautiful. I think this is how we change the world. If we master ourselves and be our best self, ripple that into the world, then it becomes this exponential light turning on in many people. Absolutely. It's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm so pleased to have you on the show and to, and, you know, to encourage, you know, so many of, the, of my guests are coming from a place of, of light and love and wanting, uh, not only wanting to make a difference, but having done the inner work themselves. And there is no shortcut for doing that inner work. You can work with someone and that can accelerate your journey. But mm-hmm. I think, you know, the recognition that you have to do that inner work yourself people can act as your guide but they can't actually take the walk for you um but it just strikes me that that if we look at what's going on in the world there is a need i believe for leaders who lead with integrity compassion and the courage to do what's right and when they're standing in their genuine power it's not about having dominion you talk about the hammer it's not about using the hammer but being the example, being the model, and then seeing the potential in other people and nurturing that and allowing those people the space to grow in a safe, loving environment. I agree 100%. I, you know, I was, I was in leadership for most of my career, everything from team leadership to the executive suite. And One of the lessons that has stuck with me forever was I was coaching a young woman in moving her into a leadership position. She Mm -hmm. made a decision that I knew wasn't the right one, but I allowed her to make the decision and take authority. And in doing so, she came back to me literally half an hour later and said, wow, that was not the right decision. Instead, I want to go here. But because she had experienced it, it stayed with her. And she became so much more influential from that kind, loving, courageous, courage to make a mistake. But you'd also provided a safe space for her to do that. And had she come back to you and you had said, tough, You've made a decision. Now you've got to lie uh, uh, on your bed. You've made it. Or you had in some way made a, a light of it or um, ridiculed her for that. That equally could have created huge damage moving forward. So I think it's a two a two-pronged thing. The person themselves needs to be courageous enough to admit they've made a mistake and say, I recognize this isn't right. I'd like to to do things differently. And for those who are their, uh, their 
superior um, in terms of um, their decision-making authority to have that capacity to say, yeah, you've made the right decision now and I will support you. And then people can grow. So congratulations. I think you've given a really powerful example. And I hope if you're listening to this, that you'll recognize that as a leader, whether you're leading your family or, you know, a group of friends or, you know, ICI, it doesn't really matter. The principles are the same, aren't they? Teresa, where can people find you? I would love for people to go to my website, TeresaWarnstaff.com, and spelt the way it sounds, no H in Teresa. And I'd also let like to let people know that I have a six-month course called The Alchemy of an Intentional Life. So feel into it. Read about it on my website. Feel into it. You'll know if it's for you. If it's not, that's okay too. Teresa, it only remains for me to say a huge thank you to you for joining me today. It has been such an honor, Gina. Thank you for everything you're doing. My pleasure. And to say to you, you know, I'd love to know your story. I'd love to know what's going on in your life. And you please do let me know. If you contact me through Gina at Gina Gardner and Friends, G-I-N-A-G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R and friends.com. Let me know your story. Let me know if you have a story that would be really good to be on the show. And, you know, just engage uh, and let me know uh, what you think of the show. We'd love to hear. So thanks for joining me. Take care and we'll see you on the next show. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.